Hey gang, you got Jake from Ghostly Activities. Today, I want to tell you about the SLS Connect camera, which is used on quite a few of those ghost hunting shows. Um, I'm not saying that in a snarky way. I'm a big fan of the ghost hunting shows. I watch a lot of them. I watch a lot of them. Um, <laughs> anyway, one of the new... I wouldn't say new, but one of the go-to gadgets that they use on a lot of the shows is the SLS Connect. So this is the thing, if you've seen um, like parano the Paranormal Activity movies, where you get the green dots all over the background and it shows motion, stuff like that. I know Paranormal Lockdown uses them quite a bit. So does um, Ghost Adventures uses it quite a bit as well. I'd have to look into some of the other shows. I don't... I don't remember which other ones use it quite as often. But it's the kind of thing where you get this uh, stick figure to appear on the screen. I know uh, in Paranormal Lockdown season, well, all the seasons, they do use the SLS Connect quite a bit. And usually it's like Katrina's out there and they're doing an EVP session. And then they start, start to get this dotted figure. I know uh, Zach from Ghost Adventures. I forgot if they were in a prison. They were at the gallows. And they were using the SLS Connect. It looked like there was a stick figure coming down the stairs for the hanging platform. So, I mean, it, it gets a lot of usage. Um, and I can see why. I'll get into that in a minute. So if you hear rustling, that's my, those are my notes that I took. And I'm going to go over the SLL, SLS Connect, um, the ease of use and setup. If you're using it, some tips or probably more like gotchas. How to use it on a ghost hunt, my final take, and where you can buy it and how much it costs. So first things first, when I ordered it, um, and you get it, it's, it's not as heavy as you think until you hold it in your hand, right? <laughs> and I got to say, when I took the different components out of the box, it looked intimidating because you're going to have the platform with the connect on it. If you're familiar with Xbox Connects, it's exactly what you think. It's it's the um, the part of the um, game that beams out the infrared light so that you can use full motion. Um, I, I've used it quite a bit for the sports games. Uh, so it's kind of intimidating. You get the tablet, you've got the base with the connect on it, you get a handle. I got the trigger-looking handle for it, and then you get a uh, an attachment to put the tablet on it. And there are cables, like, twisting around and stuff. <laughs> uh, it, so it looks scary. It's not. Once you get the instructions that uh, it comes with, there's pictures, it tells you what goes in where, and it only took me all of, I think, like five minutes to set up. Now, mind you, I have experience with setting up crazy gadgets like this. So if you were newer, I would say it'd probably take you 10 to 15 minutes to put it all together. And um, this is not against the makers, but it, it definitely looks like a jury rig contraption, I got to tell you. There's glue holding uh, cables down. You've got custom-made brackets where it looks obvious that they drilled a hole through. I'm not faulting the makers for this. I know that this ghost hunting gadget, it, you know, it was. It, kind of, it looks like it was invented on the fly. So um, I would say don't let 
all of the components and stuff intimidate you. There are good instructions, and if you go out to YouTube, you can find tutorial videos on how to set it up, so don't be too worried about it. Uh, one of the things you would need to know, uh, so the device I got came powered. The power pack was at 80% and the tablet was at 80%. So when you get yours, I'm not sure, I guess it depends on who you get it from. You might have to power it the way that you charge it. You'll have to look at the individual components uh, to charge it and make sure you're using the right power source for it. So there's a separate power pack from Neewer for the Connect, and then the tablet you have to charge on your own. It is a Windows 10. For me, I got the 8-inch tablet. Some of the, um, some of the resellers offer a 10 inch upgrade i i don't really see the point of getting the 10 inch um it's pretty crisp on the 8 inch one of the things though and we're going to start moving into the tips and the gotchas for the device is if there's you're on the power pack that feeds the uh the connect it's got a usb port never use it it doesn't. It won't do anything for you. It won't power anything. Just skip it. Use the DC input plugin, which is the little circular thing, for the connect. You will not power the tablet from the power pack. The tablet will use its own power. Okay. And to charge that one, it's a USB charger, a mini USB charger, and that comes in a separate box from the connect. It'll be with the tablet keep that in mind. Okay, so let's go into some of the tips and gotchas for using it. So when you get the device um, and you've got it all put together, one of the last things you want to do is plug in the connect into the tablet. Because if you plug it in and you're going to find an adapter to connect the um, the big USB, uh, there'll be an adapter for the big USB coming from the connect to the tablet so that you can use the mini USB port, okay? So you won't be able to direct directly plug in the big USB into the tablet. Also, you want to plug it in the mini USB after you've started up the tablet because I tried this and you couldn't get the software to work. Like, well, the software would come on, but you couldn't get it to read the connect. So remember, turn on the tablet first, then plug in the mini USB attachment that leads into the connect. You shouldn't have any problems after that, okay? Um, so some other things as I was testing it out, and on the uh, if you're listening to this, you're going to see the tutorial video. This is going to what you're hearing is going to be redundant to that that tutorial video from Gotcha Ghost. Um, once you've started up the software and you've got to double tap the little icon to start the Connect software, it will. Uh, you know, for me, it took about 10 seconds for the software to kick in, so you could see the two screens, the split screens. Um, it might take a little bit longer for you, um, and it might load up. So give it what what I'm getting at is give it some time to start, and don't be surprised if you have to wait 30 seconds. Okay, be patient, people. Okay. Um, <laughs> One of the things, if you want to get that green 
dot effect, the, you're going to see in the navigation menu, uh, the main menu on it, you're going to see color stream. You're going to go and you're going to click resolution. And from there, you'll see it's the only listing for IR. That's going to give you the, the little green dots that you're used to seeing, like in the paranormal activity meetings, um, movies. So generally, when you're doing ghost hunting, you're going to use that one. I think by default, it, it's at RGB, which is just an, a standard webcam type view. And then in the upper right screen, you're going to see the depth view. Uh, you can't. I've never seen a way to get rid of depth view. It's always part of it, and that's that kind of blurry, smudgy, not well defined um, color. It, it you can't. I, I couldn't find a way to change it. I'm not sure if you if you do leave a comment, okay? Um, but in general, you're going to use that IR one, and you want want that one to be on the big screen. To use that, you'd use switch. So in the main menu, you're going to see something for switch, click that, and you can flip what's in the smaller right-hand screen with the bigger screen. You're going to do that quite a bit. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and just change it. Let's see. And one of the other things you'll have to do is when you're using the, the larger screen uh, with the Kinect, you need to stand in front of it for it to map the human body. And that's going to help with some of the false positives I found. So once it scans you and figures out what, you know, what the human body looks like, you'll be fine. Um, there's another setting in there, and I forget which other main menu it's in. I think it says skeletal. They've got the sitting. Don't, don't use it. So one of the gotchas, I'll just get to the point about using the, this device, is remember the Kinect was made for video gamers and for developers. We're using a hacked version for ghost hunting. So there will be a lot of menu items you're not going to use. And especially on the right-hand side of the screen, you're going to see a menu underneath the smaller screen. Just don't bother with any of that stuff. You, you don't really need to fiddle with it. Just skip it, ignore it exists. That is for the gamers, not the ghost hunters. Okay. Um... Under no conditions should you upgrade <laughs> the laptop. Uh, so <laughs> if you do a software update, it's just going to jack up the entire system. Don't do it. Just don't. And I would recommend you go ahead and you flip the Wi-Fi to airplane mode. You're going to see it in the system tray at the bottom of it, but you can also change it under settings. Just turn on airplane mode. Never turn it off. <laughs> just block, block that tablet from upgrading. Okay, otherwise your stuff's jacked and you won't be able to use it. Let's see. Um, okay, so let's just talk about RGB mode. RGB mode is the mode that looks like a regular web camera. Um, you know, you, you don't get the dots. You don't get that weird blurry uh, depth version of it. It... it don't use it. It throws a lot of false positives. When I was using <laughs> it, it was picking up my lamp as like a seven-foot-tall specter stickman. Uh, <laughs> so, and, and I'll, when we get to the use cases, I'll tell you a little bit more about that. Um, I, I don't use RGB. I, if you're going to videotape the stuff, you know, or you're going to record it, if it's really dark and you don't have additional IR lights around, it, it's just going to be, 
you're just going to see the green dots in a black background. And, I mean, for if you're just really doing a serious ghost hunt and stuff and you just want to see if there's a, a ghost manifesting next to your trigger or, or engagement objects or standing next to someone with an EVP, that would be fine. If this is something you want to put on the web, I don't know if the IR stuff is going to translate if you present your evidence. I, I, you know, I'm a little torn. I find myself, like, if you're if you see the ghost shows, they use RGB and they use um, depth, the be- depth view a bit more. It's more visually appealing. And if you're going to use an additional camcorder to record the screen, I'll get to that in a minute, then maybe the infrared mode isn't the best for you. And I'll go into that under the use cases um, and explain that a bit more, which is coming up in a quick second. But one of the other big things is they've got the, uh, I think it's called a PowerSoft screen recording software. Dude and dudettes. Like when I tested that out, my, my the Connect and the, the power pack for the Connect and the tablet had 80% power. It drained both the memory card and the power within 15 to 20 minutes which isn't very practical, especially since most EVP or engagement sessions go a good half hour as it is. So I, I, I got to tell you, I think you would have to, and this is in the recommendations on the video tutorial and, and I believe in the instructions too, you really need to get a separate camcorder to point at the screen um, to record. Otherwise, it's everything, you know, all the power and memory is going to get sucked up. Um, so yeah, so depth, just one of the other gotchas, um, I told you about RGB and depth throws quite a bit of false positives, um, and that deals with clutter. So we're moving into the point now where, um, we'll talk about using the device. So ideally, so this, these are the use cases if you're going to use this thing on a ghost hunt, the ideal use case is find a large open area without much clutter, because really the SLS Connect will create false positives. Now, not as much when it's in IR mode, but if you have RGB or you have depth, you can get a lot of false positives. Things that don't even look like humans came uh, became stick figures, okay? Like I told you about my lamp, um, I had a chair, I had a sofa, Pretty much anything that's standing up more than a couple of feet can throw a false positive. In IR mode, wasn't really the case, but with the other two modes. Um, but like I said, if you're going to do the IR mode and you don't have additional lights, it's really just like a black, it's like a star field, almost like you have a laser pointer um, pointed at something. So that's something you need to think about. Um, the infrared mode isn't that compelling. Um, I found depth, the depth of view to be pretty good on the large screen. Like if I was going to stand there and run engagement, I wanted you to see the context of the experiment because you can make out some of the shapes, but that's kind of cheating <laughs> uh, because you get false positives and it'll look like a ghost is there when there's not. Um, okay. 
Let's see, what else do I have on that? Okay, one of the other things I would say you'd want to do is don't don't leave the device on the, the trigger handle. It's like the pistol handle type setup. Unless you're going to be standing, I mean, your arm's going to get tired, you'll be standing there a while. So you can attach it to a tripod or a monopod. I would say that's probably better than using the trigger handle. So, you know, these use cases are pretty limited that you can do, like big open area, little clutter. Uh, especially if you're doing private residences with your, for your ghost hunts, you're going to, I mean, you're in someone's house. You're going to have clutter. You could get false positives. This is kind. This is concerning to me. And if, now where would I use it? Well, up here in Seattle, I go to a couple of places routinely. If I were in the University Heights Center, they've got a big open classroom. I would use it there. They've got the hallways, long, long, long hallways, I would use it there. But if I went into the basement to where the, the fan room is, I couldn't use it there. There's way too much clutter and there's a lot of activity there. I, this is a place I'd want to use it, but understanding the limitations, I, I would question everything. Uh, the other place, I couldn't do it at the Turner Joy, which I go to probably three times a year simply I mean because it's a naval destroyer it's got clutter everywhere and it's a small confined space so like I said you can do an old warehouse okay if you're going to do a big mansion type place and there's not much furniture okay but I don't know how practical it is especially for residential investigations um just going over my list here. I didn't want to forget anything for you guys. And so right now, oh, final tech. <laughs> okay, so guys, it's like 6 a.m. on a Sunday while I record this and I'm drinking coffee. So, okay, just a little leniency, please. <laughs> so if I were going to give a final take, I wouldn't recommend the device. I, I think the use cases for it are too small. It's pretty expensive. Uh, it I bought mine for um, about 400 bucks, and then with shipping and everything, it was closer to 450 You can get them used for 250 If you really, really want it, I'm like, go for the used one. Get it as cheap as you can. Um, some other things is if you're re using the screen recording software, it's your battery life is zilch. The memory will be eaten up too fast. You can get a lot of false positives with the Connect. Like I said, not so much in IR mode, but in the other two modes. And the other two modes are probably some, some you know, that's going to give you the views that are better to put out for review. Like if you're going to use YouTube or you're going to put the video on your, your website and have people comment, the IR, eh, it's not visually compelling enough. I don't know if people would want to sit and watch a Starfield for hours, okay? Um, yeah, so those are the reasons why I don't recommend it. The other part of it is you would need an additional camcorder if you want to record it for a longer period of time to point. That's kind of, that's resource intensive. I, I wouldn't want to put that on most teams to buy an additional camera for a camera. And if you, but if you do want to buy it, you can get it on eBay, Gotcha Ghost, the Ghost Hunters Equipment Store and the Ghost Hunters Store. I think it's just ghosthuntersequipment.com. I, I could be wrong. And you've got the Ghost Hunter Store 
like I said. I put up a training video from Gotcha Ghost. Um, full disclosure, the device I have does have Gotcha Ghost on it. I don't know if they make these universally for everyone and, and the ghost hunting equipment retailers just buy from them. Um, I did see some of these out there that were not made by Gotcha Ghost. Um, I'm not faulting Gotcha Ghost for this um, at all. I didn't buy from them. I actually bought it off eBay. And that would bring me to the end of my review. Okay. So agree or disagree, please leave a comment below. And um, I think the next podcast I have for you will be in it. I'll do the history and a little tale about the boogeyman. Okay. So thanks very much. Take care. <laughs>